0: what's up fool this is the sore losers bmx podcast my name is justin cobley i am from long island new york and i am here with austin mazer he is in mallorca spain tropical island off the coast of the mainland and uh we're gonna catch up for a bit today talk about what we've been up to talk about some videos that we just watched five minutes ago and uh (laughs) i just ramble on from there so how are you doing buddy
1: doing good doing good enjoyed listening to last episode where as you said i you know i'm here in spain so i couldn't get my hands on a copy of angles as quickly as you were able to so unfortunately i had to bow out of that episode but it was nice being able to listen to it and like okay now you know now i've ordered one from scott because four down has them but you can't buy like four down is a distro so i contacted them and they're like yeah we have some but like we're gonna send them out to the shop soon so then i was like looking at the shops they were gonna send it to and they still weren't like basically nothing was sent out or or stocked so i hit up scott and was like can i get one from you and i just got one from him so so oh, now, so you've you've got one know.
0: officially ordered.
1: I got one on officially ordered. I don't know when it'll be here? It's
0: so. probably on the boat right now.
1: Yeah.
2: Gotcha. So,
1: so yeah, I enjoyed listening to that to see what I can expect. Get the hype up.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah, you and maybe like one or two other people made it through that <laughs> whole thing, but it was no, a nice was little challenge. Good. I didn't. I didn't mind doing yeah. it. But don't ditch me again, looked- please. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all well,
2: we'll good. We'll see. Maybe next week.
0: Yeah, next next week you're going on another trip, right? Yep. Because
1: right now. Billy. Uh who else is there? Billy in Simple Pete. Session land, right? Yeah. So right now simple session like finals just ended a couple hours ago. So Billy is there, Pete's there. Bill's there, Brock, uh, Matt Smith, Canova, Schmoney.
0: Schmoney. I didn't know Schmoney was there.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, fucking whole, whole squad's there. And, yeah, so they're there now. And then after Simple Session, we're going to Paris.
0: Paris, and,
1: damn. Yeah, PJ, Paris Affiliate uh you know so we're gonna go there and work on some ftl project that billy has in mind and i think it's gonna be like an ftl sweets thing going on too so like Hobie will be there because like Hobie is uh you know like hooked up by sweets and stuff and like he's got his own signature kandamas and whatever
0: he's a sweets ambassador
1: yeah, so, like, Hobie will be there, Reed Stark, uh, I want to say David Gravette. Really? Um, yeah, because David Gravette is on suites and stuff.
0: That's amazing. So, you might get yeah. to uh, roll with David Gravett for a little bit. For sure,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, I think, like, the Airbnb or wherever we're staying is, like, a property-type thing with, like, two separate living like house spaces so i guess like one will be like ftl and one suites i I mean i really don't know the the details but
0: they're keeping you guys segregated though
1: yeah (laughs) i don't know should be interesting but i'm hyped been a while since i've seen the boys and been a while since they've been able to come to to europe so yeah very true
0: and you've been to paris before too right yeah, I mean, so the last time I was
1: there, last time I was there was shit. Uh...
0: When you did that whole like Euro trip, when tour, we did that right? like
1: Euro trip thing, yeah, like me, Billy, Panza, Bill, and yeah, we met PJ there.
0: So that's even like, so yeah, that was, splash.
1: That was
0: so that's got to be like twenty
1: eighteen. Yeah, it was
2: twenty
1: eighteen or twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was like my last time there. But I'm excited to go back, especially because on that trip we kind of maybe didn't ride the best areas. Like maybe kind of did like more of the scenic route. And Paris has a lot of like big hubas, I feel like
2: mm-hmm.
1: so kind of every spot we went to there was like a big-ish hubba, and it was like.
0: Well, I guess I'll feeble down this. Cool. Exactly.
1: Like, I mean, maybe they were getting down a bit more, but like personally, I was like, I mean, I don't want to ride this. Yeah. I don't have anything for this. I'll be, you know. But then, I remember, I left a weekend, because I wasn't living in Spain yet, so I left a weekend to go to B C N to meet up with my girlfriend for for a bit and then I came back but that weekend I remember they went to go ride this crazy area maybe it was a bit outside of Paris but it was like like the I don't know it was just like this specific area that they could only run the weekend and obviously I wasn't there for the weekend but like bank to subs like everything would just look so perfect but like a street
0: skate park kind of place
1: yeah yeah
0: so you missed out on like the golden spot from the trip. I missed
1: out on all the the good clip opportunities there. Gotcha. But but yeah, and then I think Billy and Bill went back maybe the next year after for um, uh, Street Station.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds right.
1: In Lyon, and then I think they stayed a week or something with PJ in Paris, and. It's a good and, song by Jay Z. She's a bit, she's a bit crazy right now, but
0: it's all good. Nina gets a pass.
1: But yeah, they were there for a week, and I think they just wrote a completely different area than like the other time that we were there and stuff. And now at least both of them are like, "All right, this is where we need to be when we go," because this place is stacked, and it's like, because the problem was when we first went, it was a lot of, just a lot of pedaling to get to a few. Few areas.
0: Mm-hmm. Paris so is like a lot so of like much, cobblestone and stuff too, right? Exactly. Like a lot you of just spend so much cybers. time riding
1: to get to, you know, a hubba, or you know, yeah, or that famous, you know, that famous double hubba spot. You no, know, I'm
0: not. I'm not. A I am not i not I mean, I don't know how to like double hubba. It's
1: like a, it's like a. I mean, not a double hubba. It's like a hubba, but it kind of goes on both sides. It's like flat and then stairs on two sides. And it's a hub that kind of has like a three stair gap at the end.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. Corey Martinez yeah. has like done something there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, I know Paris has that crazy Alex, like Alex, street bowl Alex, uh, that's like no, over
1: Kennedy. Yeah, I've never written that. I'd like to ride that.
0: That looks like fun. Not so much of like film spot, but You just have to, like, pump it a couple times. Also, just like
1: to see it just because of how, like, I remember I used to, I think they had that spot in, like, Skate 2 or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that spot's in the Federal uh, Paris video. The, like, OG web edit that, like, was, like, one of the earliest web edits, and it has, like, some astronomical number of views, like, five or six million views, because it was, like, the only BMX video on YouTube in, like, 2003 or something. And I watched the shit out of that video. It's a classic.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh... That's Tuesday. I'm going there. Nice. So I'm excited for that. Just to go hang out with everyone. And then yeah so uh Passed how does a kandama
0: trip work Kandama. how do you say it kendama Kandama. okay
1: ken 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 kenny yeah like ken kenny. rockwell yeah so kendama
0: so like are, are the like are the dama bros gonna just be like staying in the the rental house just damaing up the whole time or do you like go to like a dama spot like how does it work Um, Or do you just bring them wherever you go?
1: I mean, that's the beauty is bring it wherever you go. That's true. It's like, it's one of those things where like, I mean, I've done it when, you know, I'm back there and we're on, we're hanging out, like riding somewhere and stuff. Like if someone's getting a clip and I don't need to film any, like, I don't need to film it or whatever. I'm just there like chilling. I'll just take out the Dama and play around with it because... Like, I'm either just sitting here doing nothing or just play a little dumb and fuck around. It's a way for you to kind time. of be
0: a little productive in your own way and like practice
2: yeah. your thing. And it's funny.
1: I don't know. It's like, it's, it's one of those things where, it, I mean, it's addicting, honestly. Like, you just will be there trying to like land a specific trick and then you finally get it. And it's that kind of feeling of satisfaction like, damn, I did it. Yeah, And then from there, you kind of just build right? on, like, yeah. And it's so, like, mean, you can like. do,
0: like, little lines, right? Like, you have, like... Yeah, you're getting, you get like, like, two, some three, combos like, trick or... combos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. I don't know. It's uh... You know, you work on your hand-eye coordination. I don't know, something fun to pass the time.
0: Or, yeah, a good indoor hobby. It's just that yeah. I have enough hobbies... That I really don't have space yeah. to add another thing to get obsessed with, but I've like Weird. messed with them before, and you know I like to joke, but I, I respect the dama. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Every I, time I, I people, like I don't... hold somebody's and like try to do it, like I don't even think I messed with when you were here last time, and because uh, I think Lewis yeah. was trying to do, he was trying to crooked grind that kinked Trail at Stony Brook. I think was yeah, it his was... Ender in his last Sabrosa video? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And while he was trying it, you were shredding I was just the dama in the background, trying to yeah. at the like at the the run up to the rail. Yeah, I think I have like a really crusty photo of it because it was like the last one on the roll, so it got like all like film burnt and. But I got to dig that up maybe for when I post the episode. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like
1: that day was pretty dama heavy because. I think at the bench spot I was playing a bit.
0: Yeah, I took some photos there too.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, you just have in your backpack and it's like, I bring with me, like, you know, some days I don't even touch it just because I'm riding a bunch or whatever. But like, uh, yesterday I went to the skate park with some friends and my legs were fucking sore as shit. Like, from what? But, like, you know, like, right under your ass cheeks, you get sore there sometimes. Yep, that gray like area be,
0: between, like, the glutes and your, like, thigh. Where yeah. You get that weird, like, soreness that, like, kind of keeps you from, like, moving comfortably. Exactly. Walking so like, and ri- everything. I
1: had, I had that part sore on both my legs yesterday. i like, trying to ride the skate park. And when I ride that skate park, I just kind of do a bunch of random manual lines. And it was like, every time I was in a manual, it was like, I couldn't even, it was like so uncomfortable. Like it just hurt to manual. Like I just kind of had a bad session. Just one of those sessions where like, you didn't feel hundred percent and you're kind of just unmotivated because you just felt like garbage. Yeah. And and I didn't have my done with me, but I was like, fuck, I wish I had my condom because I'm not running right now and I'd like to at least be Doing something,
0: and if you brought it, you probably would have had like an amazing session. Like you would yeah, have been no, like, linking fun, all the like, manuals yeah. and having a great time. Yeah, that's just how it works.
1: Yeah. And it's like you know, back to the reoccurring theme on this podcast of like Instagram and on your phone and stuff. It's like it's. I feel like for me, in those circumstances, it keeps me off of my phone because it's very easy as like. To be at a session or whatever, and you're not riding, you just sit there and just scroll on your phone because homies are riding or filming, and you, you don't have anything to do, or you're, so, you're sore or tired. So you just start scrolling on your phone. But yeah, you got a kendama. You're just there working on your, your tricks, hanging out.
0: Gotcha. I think it's so interesting, it's like, like too. you ever notice, like, your homie will be like filming a trick or something and you'll watch like the first like five minutes of tries and they're like, you know, they might be like bailing and like the filmer is like struggling to keep up and it's like whatever happening uh-huh. is like pretty interesting. But after like five, 10 minutes, you're like, I'm bored. I'm going to look at my yeah. phone <laughs> or something. Like they're just going to keep also, doing I mean, the like- same thing over and over. Like I like, I don't blame anybody when I'm trying a trick and they're like, yeah, going I, I off it, and doing yeah. other stuff because it's like you're we've gonna all, watch every single try position. for like an hour yeah. like you're gonna pretend to be super interested in me like messing up this manual
1: at least what i try to do is like if i'm there like playing condom and stuff i'll like you try to be respectful take beat. i'll take a b when like they're going because i know some people don't like the sound of it and so and i'm like i'm not going to be playing while they're like while Lewis is crooking down the rail, you know, like I'll take a second to stop while he goes, and then I continue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I noticed you weren't like literally standing in the run-up yeah. while he was <laughs> trying, like just ignoring him and like yeah, going hard. No, on so, the I turn-up. mean I try I,
1: You know, if it's a situation like that where someone's like filming and stuff, I'll you know give them the respect and I'll watch them. I'll be quiet and wait for them to go.
0: Makes sense. So you've been out filming lately. I saw a, uh, I think it was an Insta story of you with your buddy Juan. I think yeah, he was no. holding the HVX, right?
1: No, no, I was filming him.
0: Oh, you are filming him? Word.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, gonna start working on his video now. So, yeah, there day was kind of just a, uh, chill one kind of local spots something that he wanted to do so went there filmed him for a bit and yeah i don't know excited to start a new project with the the camera because i mean i already have now a couple clips for a potential video of mine But it's been a little bit since I kind of got any more clips for that, just because other shit I've been dealing with. Also, this fucking fisheye adapter ring has been taking fucking years to come in the mail.
0: You still didn't get that.
1: It's like, granted, I ordered it a little bit late. But still, it's like... It said I got it from eBay, for like from the UK... And it said on the eBay thing, like, arriving by the thir- like the 13th or whatever. And I still didn't get it. And I emailed the guy. He was like, yeah, you know, like, COVID and stuff. And shipping is a bit weird. Just like, let me know if you haven't gotten it by the 30th. It's like, all Jeez.
2: right.
0: Yeah, it's inconvenient. I thought uh, you didn't no. order from Amazon, huh? Because that's where I got my adapter. No,
1: and it was here, because... like, in,
0: you know, two, three days. The usual
1: yeah i don't know spain's weird and unfortunately they don't have all the the things that the u.s does so it's a bit more of a process to because i looked on amazon a bunch and they didn't have anything and it was like i think it was like a store it was one of those stores that kind of sells on ebay like yeah a like a reseller
0: somewhere. like a little um yeah it's probably run out like of like some guys basement. Shit. yeah
1: yeah yeah, so I got it from there because that's the only other place I could find it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes more sense now. You'll have it eventually, though.
1: Yeah, but definitely that's been... Not that I care, like, not that I'm super fisheye heavy, but it's just annoying to have that... Not have that option when you're out filming.
0: Yeah, it's like you only have, like, half a camera without the fisheye exactly, lens yeah. on there, like...
1: Yeah, especially like a few other clips that like my like Puan had some other ideas for that day of stuff that we kind of tried to to film another time. Uh, I think with his camera, maybe, but. There are clips that I want to do fish eye and it's like, yeah, maybe we don't go there because I'm still waiting for this fucking fisheye adapter and. I don't know, it's just annoying not having it, so I just haven't been bringing out the camera too much lately
0: gotcha well hopefully that shows up in the near future yeah so when you get that are you going to uh embrace the four-third crop because um, that's what i've done because uh unless you yeah, crop really, in, i want to try it i'm really happy with Maybe the way I it am. works like 720p to me 16.9 doesn't look yeah. the best in some situations. But 720p at four thirds to me looks like, like just the crispest VX footage. Like, cause you're used to seeing four thirds with like potato quality, like 480p. Exactly. Sometimes people don't even know and they export it like 360p and then it's like real bad. But so, like, 720 is, is pretty good for four third footage. Yes. Yeah, so, like four thirds,
1: 720p. You're like, damn, look at this.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause I know like Grand C is like a 720p hater. Because I've, like, talked to him about, like, my desire for the camcorder experience, and he's like, fucking 720p, dude. Looks like shit. I could see immediately. uh, 720p footage, I just know, like, the first second of the (laughs) clip. I'm like, really, man? Like, you can really (laughs) see that, the difference that, like, you know, sometimes, like, they'll mix, like, like, uh, even in angles, I think most of the long lens footage is 720p, and then it's mixed with Mm -hmm. 1080 fisheye. And to me, it it fit together fine. Like I was not distracted or disturbed by the the mixed resolution, but maybe Grant just got a keener eye.
1: Also, I feel like it's coming from someone who is super into like, I mean, he's doing however many things like on the videography side of BMX, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of his job. You know, whereas filming the U.S. We the People guys or doing USL stuff or, you know, whatever. Like, so I guess he kind of cares just because it's kind of his job. Mm -hmm. But obviously, like me and you, like 720p is good enough for me.
0: Does the job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Grant's as long interesting. As, it's not, as long as it's not pixelated, I'm good.
0: Yeah, pixelation. Is no bueno. <laughs> but Grant's interesting because to me, he's like a gear guy, but also not a gear guy at all. Cause when I was out filming with him in California, he was like just throwing his camera around and it was like all beat up and like he did not seem to care at all. Like I I was even I filmed the second angle. And I was like, oh, what do you want me to set, like, the aperture at? What do you want me to set this? And he's like, I don't give a fuck, dude. And he's like, just make it look okay. He's like, I don't know, just don't put the shutter speed too low in. And he's like, I don't care. It's like, oh, all right. So Sounds I think it's
1: good. one of those things of, like, having such, you know, a camera that's such, like, high quality and high caliber that, like, you don't really maybe need to fuck around with settings that much. Mm-hmm. You know Yeah, as long as you have the exposure. I don't know too much about cameras like that, but
0: Yeah, I think as long as you have the exposure in the ballpark, you're pretty good with like the the modern Sonys. Like his setup now is crazy. He's got the like to be honest, I don't even know what it's called, like the newest Sony body that's like the cinema. He has an A seven S three, but then he has the other crazier like Sony, Cine body that's kind of looks like a photo camera. So yeah, he's got he's got all the gear. Do you think there's a big point. difference
1: between like the new one that he has? Like, do you know anything about the new one that he has, or you just can't remember the name?
0: Um, well, I mean, like the the one benefit with those cameras compared to like the A6300, which is like my crop sensor Sony, is like the low light mm-hmm. performance is insane with those uh, newer yeah. camera. Like any of the A7s cameras, even the the original A7s, it just has. Insane low light performance because the ISO can go really high without it becoming a noisy, mushy brown mess. Which uh, you can't really do with, with a lot of other cameras except those. I think actually other brands are catching up at this point. But the kind of the secret what Sony did is they don't use a super high megapixel sensor. They only use like a 12 megapixel sensor which I think I rambled on about last time, but it basically just means every pixel has a larger area on the sensor and collects more light, which amounts to better low light performance. Okay. And they do some other magic too. And the image processing and you know, it's Sony. They're like a mega super company. So they go in,
1: but But do you think there's much difference between like the? Would you say he has a A seven S
0: three? What was it? Yeah, yeah, the S three
1: between between that and then this other camera that this new one that he got.
0: Yeah, I don't think think there's a huge difference between the two
1: because the A seven S three is already like a new camera, right? Mm Hmm. Like it's already kind of. Top tier, top shelf quality and stuff. So, like, is do you think there's a noticeable, like, a notable difference between that and then this other camera that he got, which is newer? I'm assuming. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't think so. I think the A7S III, it has like all like the craziest frame rate and resolution options. Like, I think it can do 4K at 120 frames per second, which like is pretty, pretty rare, pretty unheard of. And it does, like, the 10-bit recording, which is basically, like, just the amount of information on the, like, the the depth of the color, which is kind of hard to explain. But higher bitrate footage means you can edit it harder. It's, like, kind of like editing, like, a raw file in photography versus a JPEG. So, like, 10-bit footage, you can color grade the shit out of it, and it doesn't fall apart and get all, like, banded and noisy and gross like so it's more so like if you're making a cinematic production like you're you're filming a car commercial or a short film or something you have a lot more flexibility in the edit versus 8-bit footage which most cameras are 8-bit aside from like the gh5s and like obviously the the newer current the video bodies but but yeah, my camera is 8 bit and it's fine. I don't really have any complaints.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so there's our tech talk out of the way. <laughs> I think that's more than enough. I can't help myself.
1: Um and like speaking like now going to USL and Daryl Taco filming it. Do you know what Daryl Taco's setup is?
0: So, I uh, I didn't really see too many, like, second angles with him filming. And I only watch the videos quick, so I don't really have, like, a super, super great memory of watching them. But I'm pretty yeah. sure he filmed that on his uh, Panasonic GH5, because that's, like, his fisheye camera. Like I know he films, so that dude's got a red camera, which is pretty crazy.
1: I was going to say, because I know, I feel like he is kind of in the, in that group of people who have a red camera and BMX, but I wasn't sure. But he does have a red camera.
0: He does have a red camera. I think maybe he used it to film some of the like, the lifestyle shots and like the B-roll and stuff. Like, the uh, headshots so he, of the he dudes. Used some of it in that. Maybe. I, I don't think he used it. I don't think he films fisheye with it. Because mm. the fisheye options are pretty limited with uh, the RED cameras. Uh, I think most filmers use that, like, Canon 8-15 to 15 fisheye. Because it can, like... Yeah. It can act like a bunch of different fisheyes. Because you can actually zoom it. Which is really strange to me. But... It's apparently like the best fisheye. It's the one Grant C uses. It's the one that like every professional skate filmer uses on their red camera. So that's really good. But I don't think he uses that. I think he uses a GH5 with some other fisheye. But I don't know what it was. Just like one or two clips into that uh the first video in the um the USL house park. Super cup that was uh Talon Pemberton's uh video I was like of course being like uh a video nerd I was like, I wonder who's filming this who could this be and just after watching a couple clips I like called out in my head that it was Daryl taco yeah. just like based on I don't know just the way it was filmed uh the colors. Uh, obviously like the the gimbal usage but it wasn't like Like, horrible he has a
1: certain there's a certain feel to his videos
0: yeah he's definitely a very consistent filmer yeah so yeah daryl filmed all those and it almost looked like they filmed all of them in like one day because like you could see the like one day Uh, maybe maybe it was like a weekend i don't know because it seemed like the whole squad was there
1: yeah i mean i guess in the background i saw like some other people who were who had videos and stuff but it's a heavy day of work
0: yeah yeah well maybe uh i feel like daryl taco's day rate is pretty high so uh (laughs) maybe they could only afford like one shoot day for the project
1: i don't care what time it is but you're filming this fucking video today
0: yeah. Call time is five a.m. Get yeah, off yeah. at uh, ten p.m. That's the shoot day. You never know. Yeah, maybe. But honestly, Daryl probably let him off easy on his like cinematographer rates I mean, because yeah, it's a BMX project sure. and it's like, you know, Francis Castro is trying to like still build the build USL. Yeah, yeah, so they probably they probably made some sort of deal which is sure. pretty cool. Do you know what the so I didn't do much like research on the this USL this new like video series. What is the like end goal is it another competition or is it just they made these videos um, and we can watch them and enjoy them?
2: Uh
1: yeah, yeah, so I believe I don't know if they have I assume they have a website. I don't know I don't know what it is, but I assume there's voting and stuff so you choose the the winner oh word. so, so it's like another and then uh... there's the first second third yeah
0: nice yeah but so it's I'm similar assuming... to the blow up the streets thing with the you know users you know all the viewers get to vote and yeah you get to pick
1: i mean i i think i mean everything that they've done has been like contest type thing no yeah blow up the park blow up the the streets they did the game of bike Uh, what else did they do anything after a game of bike and now this
0: um I think that's it well they did the like the one day filming thing right they did the like the the streets huh is that what blow up the 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 streets was
1: yeah I think it was just filming one day
0: yeah yeah you're right I'm dumb so yeah I think you got everything I did a quick scroll. Oh, yeah. All right, Austin walked away. I think he lost his dog.
1: <laughs> no, because she fucking just starts eating all the the fabric of these toys now. So
0: oh no. So Nina is your little uh? She's a Dachshund. A Dachshund. Yeah, a, a little Dachshund,
1: and now she's pissed because I fucking took away her toy.
0: Oh, poor Nina.
1: I, I gave her a couple chances.
0: Sometimes you got to cut them off. It's a big, yeah. it's a parenting decision. You got to make it's.
1: You know, it's like the rope toys that really you got to watch out for.
0: Yeah. They just start shredding them up and eating them.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, they're spending so much time with that toy. How nice. And then you look at them and they're just eating all the shreds of, of rope. Yep.
0: Yeah. No bueno. So what do you think of the uh, USL videos? Do you have any favorite parts? I enjoyed
1: them. Uh, shit, I mean, it was hard. I liked Brett's a lot. Of course. Um, Reeds. And I mean, they were all good. Chase, Hobie, Jared. I mean, yeah, all of them were good. But if I had to say like a top three, I would maybe say Brett, uh, Reed, Brett, Reed, and Chase. I would say top three in no order.
0: I feel like Matt Nordstrom deserves a spot on the list too. Matt, for sure.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: It's hard to pick favorites. I really That's like those. That's what Logan I'm saying. They're, they're, all, they're, they're all so good. I'm calling it I a mean, part, like, but it's not really a part. It's like, uh, dude, like Reed's an was edit.
1: fucking. Like what I enjoyed about them was they were all really different from one another. Like how many were there like eight or nine dudes and like all different, you know, you have Brent doing all of his tea bogs and table, best toboggans shit.
0: and tables,
1: switch and bars, like that regular double bars in and out of everything. Chase Hawk doing all these crazy manual lines. Like it was it was really good.
0: Yeah, Daryl yeah, definitely earned as whatever as his uh his his rate was there. Yeah. Cause that they definitely went in I'm assuming and did he not did, film he easy. Oh edit
1: too, no? Like he did, he did everything. No, I
0: think um I think the filmers hand off the footage to Francis and he edits so. them. I'm pretty sure that at the end it's credited you know, film Daryl Taco, edit Francis Castro. So I, I believe, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was like if you had to pick a bunch of people to watch House Park, those are the people that I'd want to see. Yeah, yeah, those are like exactly the dudes that are going to make the most interesting videos. And there were like a couple, maybe not even a couple, but I had not really been familiar with uh, Talon Pemberton's riding. Uh, and his and, part was awesome
1: yeah i mean i had heard and maybe seen some clips of him and i knew that he was good like had his style very like park kind of chase hawk Corey walsh-esque
0: yeah for sure
1: and yeah i don't know i really enjoyed his clips in this video like he did this one line it was a. Uh, i don't even know what you call that like Kind of ramp gap thing that his Ender's on. You
2: know,
0: it's the classic the, um, kind of like. It's like a tranny to tranny jump. Yeah. Lip like to tranny landing gap with a tranny gap in the middle. Thing. It's like yeah. a potato chip split yeah, and spun that's... 180.
1: So, like on that, he does. I think he goes up. I don't know if he manuals before. But he manuals down it, airs a quarter in the manual, and then manuals continues back down. the manual. Yeah. But, like, did a legit air, you know?
0: Yeah, like, well and above like, coping. Like, not. Yeah. Like, a fake.
1: Like, to have that control, and then, like, manuals, and then there's a manual whip over the hip.
0: Yeah, yeah and that whip looked really crazy, too. Yeah. Especially because he didn't do, like, any other whips in his video.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, yeah, I like that stuff. Where like, someone kind of just throws it out of nowhere and like catches you off guard and I, done like proper and not just like a whip out of a bank or something like a manual whip from a crazy manual line to begin with yeah over over a hit yeah something yeah, you don't yeah, want to slip I really pedals on
0: have to do again yeah one of those
1: right also having to be like fairly good and confident with your tail whoops
0: for sure. I think he also got so like, probably you know, the most like, you weird...
1: know you got Yeah. Dude, like yeah, he had that was... hole in his stomach. Like the B-roll was Aguara. like his front, like his stomach was red and gashed. And then like as the B-roll of that video continued, it was like a continuous kind of showing of all the damage on his body. Like it went from his stomach then to his side. And then like by the end of the video was him showing his back and he had all this shit.
0: I'm pretty sure they showed his back because the handlebar went through his stomach and then punctured it out the back, <laughs> most likely. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what like I, that's what I that's how I thought. He's that actually sentence. like bleeding
1: out. Yeah, was, like, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the ambulance. And Daryl's like, "Yo, hold on, let me get this.
0: Yo, let me get this B-roll shot while you're bleeding yeah. internally, while your liver is it's failing." Like, we gotta wait for, yeah,
1: we gotta wait for the ambulance anyway.
0: <laughs> that's kind of how it was with like Hoder at the uh, Dawn of the Street series. He was like, yeah. his you know ankle. He, like, apparently he, like, nicked an artery. Uh, That's what Craig was telling me. Yeah, maybe that's... Like, the final... Perhaps. Because, like, I've
1: seen and heard so many things that, like, obviously not being there, I don't know exactly what the... I just know that he... There's that only one clip of him doing that rail hop, and he lands and kind of... Hits a wall, not hits a wall, but like has to stop quick because there's a wall there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And on his sprocket or a peg. Craig told or me it was the sprocket. Yeah. It was a sprocket. Yeah.
0: Because Craig was Daddy. with Hoder directly after it happened, like trying to help I mean, him, um, you know, like patch it up, like try to, to stop the bleeding. Because apparently right. it was pretty bad.
1: I mean, yeah, I assumed it was pretty bad just because he, he went into the, had to get an ambulance and everything. And, like, Hoder doesn't strike me as one who would take an ambulance for, you know, anything not severe.
0: Yeah, anything other than, like, a life-threatening, like, urgent need of medical attention situation. Exactly.
1: Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, like, that combined with, you know, just... I don't know. I heard he like jumped over people, didn't he? There yeah. there like so, a family that walked under him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was like a family of three. He like jumped over this rail hop, which uh, it was probably like a good like 10, 12 foot drop. Like it was like, like roof hop, roof drop territory. Yeah. And I don't think he really gave any indication that he was gonna just send the rail hop. Like he just flew out of nowhere, at least in my perspective. And apparently there was there was a family walking by that he like narrowly missed landing on and it caused him to land kind of weird. And I don't know if he landed and then like bounced and his foot slipped and then his ankle caught the sprocket or if he hit the sprocket on the landing. But either way, it just caused him to like lose control and cut his ankle on the sprocket and then, like, flew into a wall and had to, like, bail off the bike, too. Yeah. So that was a whole crazy scenario. So- there was also, like, these giant planters in the landing that were, like, probably the size of, like, a, um, a smart car. Like, these huge, like, cylindrical, like, planters. And I was, like, kind of looking toward the rail hop. But when he landed, he was blocked from my view by like one of these big planters. So I didn't see what happened. And all I saw was him aftermath. No, all I saw saw was him like limping away. And somebody later told me like, oh, he hurt his knee. His knee hurts. And I was like, oh, it's just his knee. Like I didn't like think he was like, you know, severely bleeding at the time. And, you know, it was just like there was a crowd of a couple hundred BMX dudes. Between me and Hoder and everybody else crowding around him. So I didn't try to get myself involved like that was
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Not my business. I didn't wanna make things worse. But luckily Craig jumped into action of all people. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Craig is a pretty good guy in like an emergency to have around. Like he's pretty he's pretty good at like making a decision and like going with it. Like
1: Yeah. I can see that, yeah.
0: I feel like Craig prides himself on like his his kind of like his street smarts, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure he does. Yeah,
0: I truly I would trust him in like an emergency to like make the right call.
1: Yeah, I think I would too. I Fred, think, I don't yeah. know
0: about Fred. I'm not so sure. Who Fred? Fred. Yeah. Yeah. no, No. He might get a little too. Yeah, panicked. it's one.
1: It's one of those things where, like, we give, we'll give Craig a lot of shit just because, I don't know, he's just Craig and he's funny and he's does kind of an
0: easy shit. target at times. Exactly, he kind he's of an sets himself tar- up. But, yeah.
1: but then at the end of the day, like you said, like he prides himself on his street smarts, and I think it's with good merit because, I mean, I guess the the Hoder thing is a good example and. And it's like you said, he can make a, a quick, good snap decision in the in the moment. Whereas Fred, I don't know, Fred is a little too indecisive.
0: Yeah, at times. With a
1: lot of things. Yeah. And especially in a in a, an emergency situation, I don't know how he would fare. True. Like I can I can imagine like something going like Austin, this just happened. What do I do? Should I call nine one one or should I like? <laughs> Fred, I'm not there. I should would... I call the police or Maybe... should I just
0: bury the body? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to do. There's blood on my hands.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I guess I guess I'm, I'll pick Craig and helping me in with this an emergency situation. Yeah, and yeah. this hypo- hypothetical. I'm sorry, Fred, but I'm gonna have to go with Craig. And I'm sure sure fred will be pissed
2: he's a
0: little bummed so you want to yeah. uh do you have any highlights from the usl videos so i wrote down a couple
1: i wrote down a couple yeah uh i mean brett silva
0: like every clip honestly like,
1: like every clip i mean i love his writing his bar spins his t bogs, his tabletops it's like i feel like now like Like I feel, you know, now compared to last year or two years ago, Brett Silva, like he's really I don't know I don't know how to put it, but like his everything like the you know, like the tricks that he like the tabletops, the tea bogs, the bar spins, they're all like like he never does a half ass one. They're all no. perfectly like tabletop as flat as they could be. T-bags dipped the most dipped, more than yeah. you can imagine that they could be, ever be dipped. Bar spins perfect,
0: dude. He does that line where he starts it with a bar spin to toboggan over the That's, house park potato chip, yes. and he like rips the bar so dude, fast and dips the hell out of it, like, and I all in like like half a second. Like it's crazy how quick he pulls that and does it so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was funny when I saw that clip. I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait for Justin to see this clip." Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, I want to learn those. My uh, my bar spin game is like just inconsistent. I don't know what it is. Like, I know you, you've had you've had some uh, some struggles with bar spins over the years, right? You've never really embraced the bar spin, maybe as much as I have.
1: It's one of those things. I'll have maybe, I'll have like a time period, like maybe a week or so, where I'm like yeah, I should really get on my bar spin game again, you know? Like, they're feeling good. And then for one reason or another, I just kind of forget about them. I just, you know... They don't, I don't know resonate if it's, with you. I don't know if it's... I just don't know what it is. It's just like I'll like, have a lot of sessions where I just like, I don't know if i feel like doing a bar spin. I don't know. Maybe I don't feel like falling on a bar spin or... i don't know so they're always here and there and i feel like that's probably why like the annoying thing is because like i know how to bar spin i can do bar spins relatively well maybe not super consistent but i'll like be trying a clip or just trying to do something and with a bar spin and it's always like a battle like it's always an internal mental battle like fuck like a manual bar spin or just like some stupid shit and it's like i never i'll never throw the bar and I'm just like fuck it, just throw the bar throw the bar and i'll be doing the same shit for like a half hour and then i throw the bar i land it and it's like was it that hard but it's all just because i don't do them that often that when i do it i put this like i make it seem like it's a super like me trying to one eighty whip down a stair set or something like nothing i've ever done before but it's like i know how to bar spin so why am i making a big deal about it
0: yeah so like you filmed that clip even i think it was like that hubba set i think anthony perrin filmed it but you did something like up like an outledge kind of thing and then manual 180 bar down the set yeah i did what was the actual wall ride there? manual all right okay so
1: i did like a nose bunk on one of them to like stair glide down and then on you the other around, side, I did wall, wall ride I did manual, manual 80 bar, and then one eighty bar.
0: Yeah, I like that clip. I caught me off guard because I, I was, never thought of you as manual eighty bar guy.
1: First time I, first time I did a manual 80
0: bar. You did it clean too. And you like, didn't even do it like, like a holding on for dear life bar spin. Like,
1: I'm I'm happy that one worked because it was one of those things. Like I had originally because i mean that's my technically switch spin yeah yeah so it's switch to...
0: manual 180 regular bar
1: yeah so if i did, wanted it to originally same. exactly yeah so i mean it i'm really like i can do i'm fairly comfortable with manual 180s that way so like I knew I could do it but like beforehand I wanted to do a, a 3, a manual 3 that way. It's like manual switchring.
0: Just kidding. But like, I like manual 3s.
1: It was like cuz I had gone back when I did the manual bar was the, the second time I went back there. Cuz like the first time I was trying the 3 and it wasn't like I wasn't getting a good carve or also the wall ride was like kind of a, a low wall ride like it was kind of it wasn't like a a big surface so sometimes i wasn't getting a, a good wall ride and then i started thinking too much about the wall ride and it wasn't getting a good manual so it was like i was just super in my head about the whole thing and then i ended up getting a flat tire and i think i had just had from that day like the line, but with just a manual 180, and like that was just sitting in the timeline. I was like, I can't fucking use this clip. Like,
0: yeah, it was like a little too. Also, too also basic. with me
1: being switch like shit footed and stuff, it just looks like me doing a uh, a random like manual 180 clip, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I, I don't know. it just it wasn't sitting well with me. So then, like you know, I was talking to Perrin and stuff and I was like, yeah, I want to go back and maybe I think I'd thought that I wanted, I could or wanted to do the manual 180 bar or maybe I just wanted to do the three. And then it kind of came up after, but I anyway, we went back and stuff. And I was kind of feeling it out and I did a 180 and like, I it was one of those 180s where you just feel like you have time. And I was like, I could do the bar, I could do the bar. And then, and then, yeah, I don't know if it was, like, that long or anything, but the ward was working better than the first time and stuff. Like, I just kind of felt overall, like, mentally better and about the whole thing. And, uh, and yeah, it just kind of, like, turned my brain off because if I'm thinking about it too much, I wouldn't have thrown the bar. So I kind of just, like, turned it off and then did a good uh, 180 and threw the bar, and it worked out.
0: And that was the one. Yeah. Sometimes coming back. And then back like I rolled out and
1: I was like, and then I rolled down. And I was like, fuck, that felt good.
0: <sighs> yeah. Like, Why don't I do this? I should be the bar spin guy.
1: Yeah. I was like, what? I and then next week you were felt so good. tweaking out on him again. And then it, yeah. No, but I, I think I told you uh, maybe like a couple months ago or something. I was at the skate park and I did a manual 80 bar.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember.
1: And, like, I felt I felt really good about that one, too, because it was on, like, a fairly narrow, quick ledge. You know, it wasn't long, and it didn't have a lot of room to carve for it. So it was, like, in my head, like, a legit manual and eighty bar because I couldn't carve forever to kind of help you myself. You couldn't,
0: like, manual, like, 90 degrees 90 and then just yeah. do a manual bar and, like... Force the exactly. fakey kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I felt really good about that one, and obviously that was the last one I've done since. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Sounds like you could probably hold on to one again.
1: I mean, I haven't like I have a clip idea, like this kind of like I guess ledge combo type thing that I feel like would be pretty cool to do a manual and eighty bar out of, but I just need to find, like, the right spot to fill it up.
0: Gotcha. You got it. I've been uh messing with just straight-up 180 bars a bunch lately. And uh yeah. something just, like, clicked. And I can just do them now. It's crazy. Because for the longest time, I would, like, throw them super late. And, like, they just felt horrible. Like, every yeah. 180 bar spin, like, even the ones I rolled away from, did not make me want to do more. But, uh... I think I was just asking Craig one day like what his his like technique was and he's like just gotta throw him early dude like what are you doing you throw him too late and uh that like made all the difference because like as long as you throw the bar kind of on the way up before you've spun too much mm-hmm. they just feed like you catch him earlier you catch them before yeah. you've spun most of the 180 and they just work. Like they don't feel like, uh, like a sketchy mess, and my feet seem to stay on better. I don't know what it is, but I was doing like uh, the Euro Gap at Mastic. I one eighty barred up that like every throw, and I was like, "Oh, these are these are easy." Weird. (laughs) I've been riding a bunch of parks lately. I'm the park guy now.
2: Yeah. Solo park guy.
0: Nah, not uh not really. Uh I've been going with my brother cuz he got into skateboarding. And uh yeah. at least like Fridays have been like the skate park day. After work we'll like go to mastic. Uh this week we went to Tanner yesterday. Yeah. Had a pretty good session. But he's been you getting me to skate too. So like I don't know, it's kind of been a bummer to be the only BMX rider at the park. Like all yeah. I'll bring my bike in to ride and I'll like do my tricks, do my, you know, usual lines. And then once I'm done with that, I'm kind of like, well, there's nobody else here to like, get me psyched to like, Like, try something harder and like push myself. So like, I've been skateboarding probably like three quarters of the session. And, uh, you know, pick
1: up the bike. Yeah. Like you're kind of feeding off the energy of your brother skating. So you are like, Oh yeah, might as well just like, fuck around with you while you're skating.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, like, he's, you know, he's new to it, so he's been, like, asking me for, like, tips on stuff because, like, you know, I skated a bunch when I was, like, probably 12 to, you like, 16. So I've got, like, some flat ground tricks at least. I, I don't claim to be a, a phenomenal you're skateboarder. The
1: flat, you're the flat ground king.
0: Uh, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's uh, plenty of people out there that can crush me in a game of skate with ease. But skateboarding's super fun and I feel like it's it's good to to skate now and again because then when I get on the bike it's like you like it, you know, it's it's more exciting, it's something different again. Like yeah. it, it's just good to mix it up and not just only do one thing. Not burn
1: yourself out, yeah.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, 'cause when you skate and stuff, you kinda like when you go back on the bike, you're genuinely psyched to be riding.
0: It's so much easier. It goes so yeah. much faster take so much less effort like mm-hmm. bikes are just way easier than skateboards i think subjectively yeah
1: i feel like i remember when we would have these like random uh calls sessions in like the winter and we would bring like you and me we would bring like the skateboards and stuff and then also our bikes and when we'd arrive we would just go on the skateboard just because we would warm up in like five seconds mm-hmm. just because there was that much more effort and it was like I mean, you know me, I can't skate for shit. I can't do any tricks. I could 180. Mm-hmm. I could do not much else. But regardless, I would be warmed up in like, you know, five minutes of just attempting to skate.
0: Yeah, I think just I like, like pushing nice. takes more effort. Exactly, yeah, than exactly. It's just, it's just less efficient.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so like, especially like during the winter when we were doing that, it was like, Nice to just kind of warm up with the skate, you know, try some tricks. I feel like we were trying to slappy at that point. We were trying to like learn slappies on the Coles curb.
0: Yeah. So Coles is, uh, it's not a great spot because I got a pretty good, but I it's mean, got a got couple like a things curb, that, uh, like. yeah, I like Coles every now and again. It's like, uh, yeah. if you don't know, it's well, like we were a, riding, a two like, stair the spot that, uh, so
1: you remember, uh, do you remember we had our phones, like, oh, far away from us? Do you remember this?
0: We thought they got stolen, right? We, got, we, we left our got phones stolen. by the entrance. And uh, what happened
1: again? Do you remember? Oh, like... Oh, like, I I forgot exactly the details, but I remember...
0: I think we went inside and asked like we riding, the cashier, the manager. Like there's the
1: front of Kohl's, and then there's, like, the side of Kohl's, which also has an entrance, and then the back is, like, where, you know, the kind of two-stair is and like where we normally ride but now we are kind of riding on the side where the entrance like where one of the entrances is and we had our phones and stuff on kind of like the side of the planter near the entrance and we kind of drifted away from it just riding a section of the the curb and i think I think it was maybe me or or you who went over to go, like, check our phone or something. And you're like, it's like, oh, did you take the phone? You, like, you put them somewhere? I think it was me. I went over. And I was like, oh, did you put the phone somewhere? You're like, no, why? I was like, well, they're not here. And then I remember you, like, racing over, like, where like, are they? Because I'm like, pretty you sure raced
0: over. our car keys were with the phones, too, Because right? our car keys, yeah, Yeah, dude, yeah. that car made car me keys, freak yeah. out. I thought somebody was like, yeah. About to hijack our cars.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like, nothing was there. You're like, what the fuck? So like, we were kind of freaking out a bit. We were freaking
0: out, like panicking, like looking all over, like like digging through the desert. Because then we
1: ran in the back, like we ran in the back where the the steps are to check if our cars were still there. Yeah. (laughs) Like, all right, our cars are still here. Yeah. So then we're like, all right, let's go. Because then we're like, all right, let's go inside maybe somebody inside if they have eyes, anything on yeah. the security cameras because mm-hmm. we're like all right let's check the security cameras so we went inside and was like hey like we we're kind of just outside and we had our phones there and now they're gone we're hoping to see if like we can see any cameras or whatever and we're like oh your phones were on the thing like they're like oh here oh, we you are they like pulled it yeah, out of the like, drawer oh, here's like, right oh, here
0: yeah. we got them <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, oh, we thought, like, someone left them there, so we just took them in. Yeah, somebody brought them in and was like, hey, somebody left their phone
0: and keys here.
1: Yeah. Which, like, I guess I was thankful, like, yeah, they're, like, looking out and stuff, but it's like, I feel like we were clearly in front of the, the store, like, us two just kind of skating, riding our bikes in front of the store, in front of there. It was, like, if you could like put two and two together, like okay, there's two sets of like a phone, two sets of keys. These two people are just here hanging out. Probably it's theirs, but I guess they were just kind of trying to play it safe.
0: Yeah, and we were for sure in like shouting distance of that entrance, so like they could have right. saw the keys and saw us and been like, like hey, is Yo this guys, yours? Is this yours? Yeah, yeah. what's up with the? But. No, they just scooped him up and brought him in, but still much better than them getting playing, like, jacked, so yeah, yeah. I was happy in the end.
1: But I just remember like the, the panic of like, oh my god, are her car still there?
0: Yeah, that was like a moment of terror.
2: Yeah.
0: Absolute terror.
2: Yeah, it was funny.
1: But yeah, those sessions are fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. Even though it's only like a weird two-stair manual pad that's all waxed up and a yeah. metal curb.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, the metal curb was fun for uh, skating because it also had like the handicap ramp. So you can, like, I remember I was just kind of going with some speed, riding up the handicap ramp and just like trying to aim my truck so that I could like do a grind on the curb.
0: Yeah, you could just do the ride on, the roll on 50-50.
1: yeah. Yeah, and me not being good at skating, I was pretty psyched. I was like, damn, I'm doing something.
0: Your kickflips are getting there, though, someday.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a work in progress. I don't even know. It's like my whole life progress of trying. I've landed one kickflip, maybe, in my life.
0: Was it a varial flip, though? Because you have this weird thing where you like scoot would, the board and yeah. it spins and you can't I, not do it.
1: Because <laughs> I remember I sent you one maybe two summers ago. Like a video of me doing one. I don't think it was a very, it might have been a body variant.
0: Oh, so maybe you, uh, I think that would be a sex change then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But like you said, I have this weird thing of like, I need to like spin for whatever reason. I
0: think it's all about the back foot. When you pop it, you're moving your back foot. Yeah, because I like scooping the board, making it spin.
1: You know, after we skate and stuff, it's like, you would give me that the tips and everything. And like, I understand them, but it's like to get my foot to just go straight back. It's like push and kick down and not to the side or anything. It's like, I want to push straight so bad, but it just, like, for whatever reason, I give it a kick.
0: Yeah, skateboarding and BMX are very similar, where you can, like, physically understand how to do a trick, but then to actually make it happen is, like, a whole separate battle. Like, someone can tell you exactly how to do a kickflip or a 360 flip, but then you physically doing it seems like impossible until yeah, at exactly. some point it just will click or it'll be like a gradual thing. Like learning like tabletops or turndowns or I something. Feel like,
1: I feel like it would be a mix for me. It's with turndowns. It's like, if I understand you did more. Where, you could
0: do them really good. You've got the technique.
1: I, I get them. I get them. Like the times I do them, I get them to the point where like you can consider it. Turn down. You know what I mean? Like the bars are
0: completely turned. Yeah, for sure. I've seen you That's do one true. at Hunts that looked like a real turn down to where I would have like filmed it and not uh not thought twice about it.
1: Yeah, but they're not like overclicked.
0: Nah, definitely not overclicked.
2: <laughs>
1: like what I like. It's like I know how I want or like how I need my body to be. Like I need to like kind of kick my hips out, straighten the legs so that you can kind of get that space to pull the bar up. Mm-hmm. But I always get it stuck on my thigh. Like I could never get that hip rotation to pull the bar up.
0: Yeah, all of them, all of them I've tried. The bar hits my leg and it yeah. just stops me. And I just do like a sad, weird, like 45 degree bar turn. And then Craig laughs Mm. at me and I go home sad. (laughs) That's usually how it goes.
1: He can turn down pretty well. He can turn down
0: pretty damn good. I filmed him do, he was calling it a look back at the um, the Astoria Banks, the Brick Hips. And to me, it was like a pretty click turn down. But he was still not happy with it. He's never happy.
2: No.
1: Was that in that video like that you filmed? The like the day video?
0: Yeah, it was the Astoria Day video.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll probably end up trying to do something like that just to test the four third. Like see how see how I like it and stuff.
0: Yeah, you should just to like get some footage in a timeline and like think about what maybe you could improve because like it made me realize filming that video that you can't underexpose the HVX footage like at all or else it gets like super noisy because there were a few clips that like definitely left them a little dark to like not blow out the highlights and they ended up being kind of kind of mushy kind of noisy. And then the next time I filmed, you know, I pushed the exposure a little, a little higher. Kind of like the way, um, a lot of people prefer like VX footage to be a little bit more on the overexposed side. Yeah. So I think it looks better that way. If, I mean, there, there's definitely a fine line. Cause like you don't want the footage to look like it was filmed on like the surface of the sun when it's just like, you know, deep fried footage.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel like you're talking about it. I forgot what I don't think I wasn't on the podcast, but you were maybe, maybe it was the Eddie podcast or yeah, maybe it was the Eddie podcast, Mm -hmm. but you're just talking about like the, the quality of, was it the viewfinder or the LCD screen of the HVX?
0: Yeah, it's the definitely the LCD.
1: So it's one of those things that like I've noticed is like, Yeah, I mean, I guess it looks relatively okay on the LCD, but let me jack up the exposure because I know what I'm going to put on the computer is going to look like dog shit. Yeah. You know, so like now I've kind of thought like, okay, it looks good here, but let me make it a bit brighter because chances are it's going to be pretty dark on the computer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the LCD is very misleading. Um, do you know how to mess with the, uh, the zebras, you know, about the Zebs?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I got the Zebs on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dude. They're like essential with the HVX. I even, um, I use two different, so it has like two zebra settings. You could set like Mm -hmm. the percentage basically at what point it's going to tell you the highlights are starting to blow out. So I have like one that's set at 75% and then one at 95 and Mm -hmm. the 95 one. I think I'll I'll like just barely let the highlights start to like overexpose with 95. But with 75, you can let them overexpose a little more. Because 75, yeah. it'll show the zebras sooner, basically, when they're not right. quite overexposed. Like zebras literally show like these weird zebra stripes overlaid on the screen. And it'll show like the first thing that's going to show the zebras will be the sky cuz the sky is always going to be you know the brightest part of the image so like if I'm filming and I set it to the 95% zebras I'll just let the sky be overexposed and then I'll try to keep everything else unzebrified
2: with and that 95
0: seems, Yeah with 95 but with 75 I'll let the zebras show on like maybe just like a small area like it might be like the concrete of the the spot or whatever of the ground or like maybe if someone's wearing a white t-shirt I'll let their t-shirt show the zebra stripes but hopefully not too much more of the image
1: I would say then yeah maybe I do like seven because I don't know my exact like percentage or anything but I feel like maybe mine's a bit more like 75 because like I kind of have it where more than just the sky is like I'll have, like you said, like a shirt or like a specific slab of concrete or something has the zebra. Mm -hmm. And for now, that's like when I import and stuff, it's been working out fairly well.
0: Yeah, maybe yours is probably not 95% or 98%. It's probably a little bit below. Like I almost remember when I first got the camera the default was like 85 or 80 or something. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, whatever you're doing, is probably fine. You know, it's, it's personal yeah. preference too. like, as long as you're happy with the clips, when you import yeah, exactly. them, then it works. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there was maybe only like one or two clips that like, maybe when I first was using it, that I was like, kind of gave me the baseline. Okay. Like, okay. I have the zebras on and stuff. And I thought, you know, I thought that, you know, I probably was just doing only the sky, but I was in like 75%. Like I needed more zebras or whatever, you know, like I didn't have enough exposed or overexposed. So then from there, that kind of gave me my baseline, like, okay, I need a little bit more. I need to see like a little bit more in these certain places. So I think since then I've kind of been, I've been doing pretty good. I mean, gotcha. Like yeah, it sounds like out. you've
0: got your your settings yeah. pretty dialed down.
1: And do you you like the uh using like the the user two mark setting?
0: I do, but I don't do trust myself lot? to uh to mark all the clips in the moment. I have to like
1: sometimes I have to like remind myself like okay, press it before you stop recording.
0: Yeah, I've forgotten a few times. So yeah, the HVX has this like this cool feature where you can mark the clip while you're actually filming and uh the only downside is you actually have to remember to press this button before you stop recording otherwise you can't um you can't press the button and it won't mark the old clip it'll only mark whatever is the current recording but you can go back into the um the playback section and mark clips and unmark clips as you want, which is more so what I've been doing.
1: Yeah. But when you, cause you import with Final Cut?
0: No, nah, I use uh, or, Adobe uh, Premiere.
1: Yeah, Adobe. Yeah. But w- when you use Adobe, you see the markings on Adobe?
0: No.
2: So, so yeah, you've got to delete before you I import? Do.
0: Yeah. So what I do is, um, I've been filming, say I film on a Saturday. Uh, Sunday morning, I've been getting up, and the first thing I do is I just go through the footage in the playback mode on the camera, and I only mark the clips I want to save. And luckily, you can just press that user two button and mark the clips while you're playing through them. So, you know, I'll go through in playback mode, mark all my clips that I'm going to save, yeah, And then I cross my fingers and I hope I didn't mess it up because then I delete all the unmarked clips
1: so that you can, there's an option to delete all unmarked clips.
0: No, no. Unfortunately, there's no option. So uh, I manually see, go could, through and you just see click the them. You see in the thumbnail, there's a little M in the corner. Yeah. So I just scroll through and I click all the ones that aren't M's. Right which is kind of the part that scares me because I'm always worried that I like accidentally selected a, a marked clip. But so yeah. far, it's been good. And it means when I import the footage in like one big folder, because with the HVX, you have to copy the whole um, contents folder to your hard yeah. drive. It only contains the keeper clips that I wanted to save, yeah. which makes your life easier editing.
1: Yeah, see, like... Because I use Final Cut, and Final Cut is nice because I don't need to do the whole folder copy thing and then drag it and drop it type. Like Final Cut, I guess, recognizes the format, and when you import it, it imports the clip into Final Cut, so directly able to use it in the timeline and everything. So... Obviously, I guess the same thing with Premiere is, like, you don't see, like, the marked clips when you're importing. So, like, I would just need to delete then before going into Final Cut.
0: Yeah, you would just want to do what just I'm doing. Just because,
1: like, in there, be in there, if I'm not marking with my hand, I got to, like, skim through to see what's actually a land or not, or what I want to keep or not.
0: Yeah, and you could still do the classic film, The Hand, after the yeah because uh, sometimes curve. i'll
1: forget to do the mark and i'm just like all right well here's my hand
0: yeah i've been doing the hybrid throw a hand in there now and again too
1: and especially since i haven't been doing like the delete the unmarked clips on my camera i've just been doing final cut i've just been doing a lot of the hand just because it's what i see on final cut
0: mm-hmm. yeah the hand works so, too
1: yeah yeah, and then afterwards I just delete everything, and I'm good.
0: So we've been rolling for a while. I know we were. Um, we we're gonna talk about the uh, the Ratty Matty video. It's uh no bad thoughts that they just put out. I think it was yeah. on uh, our BMX. Yeah. But we've been running for a while. Uh, I don't know the exact time because we have rambled for a good like thirty minutes before the official start. But I, I think, think we're, we're chilling at like an hour, so I'm down to uh yeah. to call it a day. It's probably late as fucking Mallorca right now. to like 12?
1: Yeah, we're 12-11.
0: Oof, gotcha.
1: But yeah, we could talk about this Ratty Matty video.
0: Yeah, I think we should save it uh, for next time.
1: Yeah, that works too.
0: It'll give me a chance to uh, give it a proper watch. I know I kind of like... Yeah. Half
1: watched it uh, while I was talking to you and rushed it quick. Yeah, yeah, last minute. No, that works. Sounds good. Also, yeah. No, I was gonna say maybe because we could leave it for next week. Maybe simple session.
0: The simplest session. Yeah. Are you gonna be able to record next week? Yeah, you don't (sighs) seem to know. You don't seem to have a. uh, Okay,
1: I mean. I don't
0: know. Yeah, we could talk about it uh, off the air later.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll see. I can always talk to myself also, like, again.
1: During the week, I'll let you know. I'll see properly how things are. If I'll have time. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
0: Could even uh, could get Billy on the mic. I
1: bring Just him, like, give him
0: one me. of your AirPods to put in. I wonder if that would actually work. Because it records from both mics, right?
1: Does it? I don't
0: know. Dude, I think they have two mics. Yeah, I don't know.
1: We'll see.
0: No, I'm half joking, but we'll figure it out.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so the, the podcast outro. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, I am at jkoeblee, J-K-O-E-B-E-L-E. Austin is at Austin underscore Mazer. He's too lazy to... uh. Yeah to say it himself yep. mm-hmm. uh, if you want to follow the podcast where I just do a little post whenever episodes go up you know just some little background photos and stuff that's uh, at sore losers BMX podcast on Instagram and uh, next week we're going to do something um, I had talked about getting Scott Marceau on and he said he was down but we haven't ironed down like a date yet So we're gonna try to have him on, probably after Austin has a copy of Angles in his hand.
1: Yeah, I would like to at least see it and have a copy and be able to participate.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would. I would make you sit through an (laughs) hour plus recording, all going into detail about Angles.
1: Sounds really good. (laughs) Yeah, can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah, that would kind of be a bummer. But yeah. We're uh we're taking it one week at a time, but I'm trying yeah. really hard to not miss a week because that's always uh a big podcast letdown, even if there's only a few people listening that give a shit. Yeah, trying to trying to keep them flowing.
1: No, I, like I said, last week one was pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, I think if you if you need to, I think you, I think you're able to at least find a topic and be able to get a podcast out about it.
0: Yeah, I got some lifelines too. I could always hit up like previous guests that said they were down to come on again. Yeah. Which I want to start doing too. But yeah, I'm still trying to also, adjust to a new job and new hours and stuff, which has been rough, yeah. but
1: um so I- dns put out their trailer recently
0: yes yes
1: so that Looking could be a potential like you know jeff and jesse and them
0: yeah so they're gonna do a premiere um jeff purdy was telling me they're probably gonna do the premiere at um
1: the stink pin at the stink, stink Pit house compound.
0: yeah you know at um god i know his name but it's not coming to me dan conway yeah I don't know what it was, but you just even print the, the D made a click. Yeah. So yeah, they're probably going to do a premiere at Dan Conway's house where he's got his like pretty solid, uh, driveway, driveway ramp setup. That's like perfect for like a, a small jam.
2: Yeah.
0: So I might bring some mics and, uh, try to do some sort of podcast from Are there you even. Huh? You're going? Yeah, I'm going whenever they do a premiere. Uh, do they have a date? I haven't. Uh, uh, I didn't see like a flyer or something. A date. I feel yeah. like
1: I think, I think maybe I just saw a comment or in Jesse's post that it was planned for for Conway's house.
0: Gotcha. I gotta hit somebody up then find out uh, when I'm going to Philly.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure that'll be a sick premiere. Definitely. And also afterwards, a good a good, you know, get uh, Jeff back on Jesse.
0: Yeah, Jesse would be cool. I don't know if he's gonna be there for the premiere because he lives in yeah. uh, Long Beach, California. But maybe he'll uh, he'll come for the premiere. That'd be cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, even after the premiere, maybe once. I don't know what their plan is like doing selling DVDs or.
0: Yeah. I think they're probably but... going to go the DVD route. I'm assuming. Yeah. Cause yeah. I even saw TV's in the post he showed like the hard copies with the, um, oh, yeah. the sleeves and everything. Yeah. You didn't see that?
1: No, I think I just saw the trailer I means the trailer.
0: Yeah. They got copies. It's real. Yeah. The video is called the learning curve too, which yeah. is a solid name.
1: Because the DNS one came out in 2018, right? Came out.
0: Don't know exactly, but I'm not going to say that's wrong around then.
1: Yeah. Usually a good like five
0: years ago, five, six years in that ballpark. So they're, they're still learning. Mm -hmm. They're still figuring it out. (laughs) It's they've had some time, but the learning. I like to think.
1: I think I like to think learning curve because uh, I don't know if there's any DNS affiliates who are living in the same area.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's really. I don't think think anyone who's a a who's a
1: DNS affiliate lives in a. You know, even I guess Trevor lives in the same state as Jesse, but. But yeah, not close to each other. So apparently, Birdman lives in in like
0: like, Alabama now. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, Birdman's like, exactly.
1: Like, they're learning how to collect footage for everyone, basically. Yep. But yeah, I'm excited to see that.
0: Yeah, for sure. All the boys got footage in there. I wish I had a guest clip, but I don't think I have anything.
1: Should have tried harder.
0: I know. Should've done better. <laughs> disappointment. All right. We should end this. Alright. If you've got a camera and you've got some friends, you should
2: go outside, ride your bike, film a clip. <laughs>